All right, this is the Dead Jester Productions podcast, episode 20. I'm your host, Josh, my co-host, Kyle, as always. And today we're joined by Nostal. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you. So you're an electronic hip-hop artist. Why don't you tell people a little about yourself? Um, so I've been producing music through FL Studio for about five years now. I've been through many genres. I started out as electronic um, I went from down tempo for a couple of years until uh, around last year I started transitioning from that to a hip-hop style um, influenced by Kanye West, Kid Cudi, Childish Gambino, Mac Miller, people like that. Nice. Nice. What, so how did you get started with, with music? Like how did you start producing it rather? Um, like, like how'd you get your foot in like, Oh, this is what I'll use to do this. Like you just kind of like search for different ways other people were doing it and just kind of see what worked best with you. Yeah. Yeah. It was sort of like that. Um, at the time I was on Reddit a lot. Um, and people were just talking a lot about FL studio and I knew that had like unlimited updates. So I was like, Mm -hmm. this sounds like my best bet. I can record on it. I can do all my VST work on it. Everything. Nice. Cool. So what I'll do, I'll send I'll a little splice in a little bit of your, your music here for people to listen to. All right, cool. So I'll put that in there. People have heard that. Um, you can go check out. So I know you have it on uh, SoundCloud, so it's soundcloud.com slash Music. Yeah. Uh, is there anywhere else, or is it mainly right there? Uh, for now, it's only on SoundCloud. It's coming out to all platforms June 12th. Sweet, sweet. So definitely everyone should look forward to that. Cool. Well, we're happy to have you here. So this is awesome. Thank so you. So why don't you tell us a little about uh, your new album coming out? Like, what what kind of, what were you going for with, with this one? I know I asked a couple of your other songs a little bit. What was, did you have like a, something in mind before you went into to putting it together um yeah the the basic inspiration behind this album was to try to portray my story of mental illness and mm-hmm. have other kids like me relate to that um so when i like was turning 13 i started to go spiral down over time like in my head of thoughts of depression you know anxiety all all sorts like that um and as as much as i tried to get them to stop on my own they just they really couldn't and uh since then i've been struggling with the same issue and this album is basically a uh, a mental breakdown if you will it's a mental breakdown in in terms of arts yeah. in an album cool. Cool. it's about the same length as a mental breakdown nice yeah i, I uh, when i was in high school i uh, i'd worked a bit with with some music i one of my uh the kids I went to school with, I, I did some very little. Not, I, I'm not going to pretend like I knew anything what I was doing back then. 
uh, as far as like audio editing or stuff but he he was doing uh like different types of like hip-hop music and stuff like that and i kind of put some stuff together for him how do you like uh when you're when you're being in, like finding inspiration through like other artists like you mentioned like kanye west mac miller and so on like how do you draw inspiration from them without it kind of do you find it seeping in your own work or how do you kind of uh distance yourself to to kind of stand out i feel like if i listen to one specific artist way too much and i start to go into the studio and i want to record i i feel a lot of inspiration from that artist um and it rubs off significantly so i try to avoid that and listen to a variety of artists pick things i specifically like from that genre that artist and try to incorporate it into my own music not everything from the genre but things i specifically like nice so who are your favorite artists right now that you maybe listen to um you mean like popular in the game right now or just right now that i like to listen to yeah like like who's who's in your playlist right now uh a lot of mac miller kanye west kid cuddy oh, okay. childish gambino um gorillas i like gorillas yeah Red Hot Chili Peppers, um, uh, some of the old Eminem, mm-hmm. maybe some Fifty Cent. I like I like jamming to some old Fifty Cent. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna ask Kyle, who, Kyle, who do you have on your playlist right now? My my playlist is incredibly bipolar. It's <laughs> terrible. It goes from anywhere from Joyner Lucas, Eminem, NF, Logic, to I Prevail. Um, what else do I got? Sleeping with Sirens. <laughs> got a little bit of Luke Combs in there. You know. Let me, let me pull my, my phone up here. Uh, as of late, it's... I, do, I also have Jordan Lucas in there. I have Static Selecta. <laughs> I got Lil Sims. Who the uh, fuck is Lil Sims? Uh, she's an English rapper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I got Body Count. Why, my... <laughs> uh... Static yeah, X, you gotta get some gorillas. Static X in there, you know. Okay, okay. Good old Static. Also got Childish Gambino, J Electronica. In this moment. We also got we got Cage the Elephant, Rage Against the Machine. I got I had an old Rage Against the Machine album pop up at one point, so yeah, I'll throw it back in the loop. But that's kind of what I'm going with as of late. I rotate through a ton because I spend a lot of time listening to music and podcasts throughout the day. Since I'm home all day working on stuff, it's like. 10 to 12 hours a day i just sit there with headphones on it's killing my hearing yeah <laughs> yeah it's pretty brutal if i, I don't have my out. phone on me i'm listening to music like 24 7 hmm. yeah i have i switch out between the the earbuds and the headphones and then the studio headphones and just rotate <laughs> through the three of them yeah oh it's awful i have perpetual like flat hair where the band from the <laughs> headphones go across yeah yeah on the top of your head yeah yeah um so do you are you working with other artists? Like, do you have any guest features on the upcoming album? I have a couple. I have okay. someone who uh, starred on a verse on the song that was played earlier, Hideaway, featuring mm-hmm. Jocks. Uh, he does a great verse on the album or on the track. I love it. Um, and then I have a couple artists come in for a chorus on Spaceship, which I've already released. Uh, they did a great job on that as well. Nice. How do you go about finding people to do guest verses? Do you go into it with someone in mind, 
that you think will be good on on the particular track or do you have people like reaching out to you like how do you go about doing that because i've never done that with somebody man reddit collaborations are the way to go for all is that, that actual sub like reddit collaborations is that yeah yeah like um uh r slash music in the making um r slash music collabs stuff like that are great ways to find resources for people you want to collab with interesting keep that in mind that's <clears> cool <throat> so yeah you just kind of like reach out to people you listen to their music and reach out to them when you think they'll be a good fit or something like that or uh, it's mainly just uploading my song to one of the subreddits, uh, posting it, see if people like it. And if people do, I'll see what they've got. And if I think they're a good fit for the album or the track, they'll go on it if they want to. Has there ever been someone where you thought that they'd be a good fit? They came in, you did something with them and then you realized they're better than you expected even. And you brought them back. Um, I've never brought anybody back. This is my first time collaborating with artists on oh, this okay. first project. Nice. That's cool. Do you think it's, do you enjoy working with other people more on, when you're on music or do you like kind of keeping it to yourself because it's your project? Do you find? Yeah. I like keeping it to myself as much yeah. as I can. I can see that. Yeah. I, um, going back, like I said, when I was in high school, like I did a lot of like instrumental stuff. Um, and then when it came to working with like, uh, my, the kid I went to school with, I kind of found when I was like, all right, here's the stuff I had didn't really enjoy as much. So you can have this. I'm going to keep my stuff to myself. I found <laughs> yeah, that's how I am. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah it, I think it's kind of, it's a combination of being kind of protective about it. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't hear you on this. I don't see this as being something yeah. I want to hear your vocals on. Yeah. Um, one of the other things we were talking about was, uh, as with like, like you see it with like YouTube and stuff and streaming and things like that, it's becoming easier and easier more accessible for people to kind of get into like streaming and video production uh sort of the same thing with with music production you know it used to be like cds and it moved on to cds and like itunes things like that do you find it's now we have like soundcloud you have uh, like spotify and stuff like that same thing with podcasting really do you find it's easier for people to produce music nowadays do you think than it used to be uh hell yeah because um <laughs> electronic just electronics in general have also progressed a lot mm -hmm. since what we once had in the CD era. Um, but as well, you can get your music on so many platforms, Spotify, iTunes, whatever you want for like 25 bucks a month. And it's really the best time to have your music be heard. If you can combine that with a successful marketing, um, uh, marketing design around your your product your album yeah. or your song yeah i like you said it's it seems like it's it's easier to get your your music at least created and out there but it might be harder to be kind of found and uh, heard throughout all of the the different uh the art yeah. people uploading things like that we use a in advertising we use a thing uh with uh like with digital marketing where it used to be a small little stream of water coming over the waterfall and you'd put your, uh, like as far as data through the internet, and you'd get your, your business in that small little stream. And so everyone is seeing your business because there's not as much water coming over, not as much data. But now it's like Niagara Falls. There's so much data, so many people all over the internet, everywhere, that it's just, it's kind of hard to get yeah. yourself in front of all those people. That's all about making yourself different from the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we definitely try to do that. Yeah. Maybe in a 
more horrific, grotesque way. But you know, we do what we do. <laughs> um, so what is your what do you what's your setup like? Like, how do you go into producing your music? Do you have like a do you have like your own little s- studio that you work in, or like how are you doing it? Um, as most artists, my my studios is basically in my bedroom, so mm-hmm. I can just wake up and if I have a melody in my head or uh, lyric I want to write down, it's pretty easy for me to get it out, especially during quarantine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we've I know Kyle's been sort of working on his setup lately for streaming and recording and stuff like that. Like I have my office here, and I've ever since day one of moving into my apartment here i have like soundproof the walls here i got the the microphone set up here the only thing i have is the window is a little bit of a pain to soundproof but i have like a a board i put over it and i have soundproof tiles i put on that it's just I do everything i can to just kind of shut the room and lock it in soundproof it as best as i can i'm lucky my room has great acoustics like i don't <laughs> have to soundproof my room at all but my recordings raw they sound great nice yeah, I don't have any like interior rooms here. Every single room in this house has windows in it, or is right next to like an exterior wall. It's a pain in the yeah, ass. Yeah, mine's right next to my window too. Same, fucking Lucky. same. I have <laughs> I have three doors in my fucking downstairs, and there's literally two rooms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where where I lived before this, first of all, I was out of town. Like I was out in the country, so it was dead quiet to begin with. And then we had, I don't know, two or three different rooms where they're all like just single entrance, no windows. I could go in there, it'd be dead quiet, I could set up. Uh, even in my room, I would just put the little box up or something, like a little phone box, have the microphone sitting in there and talking to that or whatever. So much easier than now, where I have to edit out like cars going by, revving their engines or whatever. <laughs> Absolute pain in the ass. Um, yeah, no, that's that's cool. I'm, it's It's neat. I like seeing. Have you ever heard of a De, uh, was it Daystorm on YouTube? He used to do like uh, hip hop videos. He did like workout videos at first, and he switched to making music. I don't think so. I don't think he, of it. He was big in like 2010s, like 2010, 2015. Yeah. I think is when he got really big. I don't remember exactly. Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't really into this genre all the way mm-hmm. back then. I yeah, was he, a little youngin. <laughs> yeah, he he did a similar thing. Like he started out and like. I think like rapping in like his his bedroom sort of too. He was old. I want to say he was in his like twenties, close to maybe like twenty five, twenty six or something. So he had his own place too. But he was he was doing the same sort of thing, like recording everything in his in his bedroom essentially. And he got big enough to where he basically has like a, a studio little setup as well. I think he got signed though too. But I mean, love hearing stories like that. If you, I mean, if you, you, I I don't like when people are like, if you work hard enough, it'll happen because it's not guaranteed to happen. You could work your ass off and, and still fail. You have to be smart about it. That's what I'm saying. You, you have to work about it in the right ways. Yeah. Um, like it, it helps that I know how to, to do advertising to an extent. Um, I mean, podcasting is different than just an actual business. Uh, cause it's a different audience than I'm used to working with, but I mean, we're doing what we can here in June. I'm kind of doing a, a rebranding of us a little bit got different setup for us going into it so i can promote us a bit easier so that'll be cool um do you have any obviously you have your album coming up soon in uh on june in june um but do you have like other goals after that like do you have anything you have going on like you want to see from that that you're going to work on um 
I'm just trying to see success from it and uh, growth after after releasing it. You know, artist growth. Yeah. And hopefully one day I'll be at a point where one day I'm um, I'm advanced enough where I can I can kind of manage my own brand on my own and have a real following behind me and get to make a good living from this. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I think that's what we all kind of are going for. I mean, Kyle, I'm sure you'd agree. That's kind of how we all how we all feel. You know, it's something we enjoy doing. We want to make yeah. it big. Want to? Mm-hmm. I just need to learn how to do a lot of shit. Then I'm pretty content. Or, or if you're Taylor Swift, you just have your dad spend three million dollars on a recording contract. Or just bitch about your boyfriends all the time. Maybe I'll start doing that. Maybe I'll start. <laughs> bitching about my exes <laughs> did you see burger king no Made fun of her and now people are boycotting him no they uh i forget if it was like an actual person or just like some random on twitter they're like burger king what's your taylor Fr- Sw- uh, your uh, favorite taylor swift song they're like the one where she complains about her ex <laughs> and they're like oh boycott burger king burger king's a real mvp though <sighs> she grew up around here like right yeah there. oh god that's something we don't want to admit reading right yeah, I well, I don't live in Reading. She used to come up here because her her songs first started getting played. They were her dad used to work with and was friends with the guy that owned one of the local radio. Well, they owned it like all of the local radio stations around here. Um, but the one that it was like Bigfoot Country is the one that she got started on. Oh, back before she tra- transitioned to like pop music, I guess is what she'd be considered now. I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she got started on that, and uh, I I didn't work with the guy, but he was one of my clients. Um, the guy that that owned Bigfoot Country, so I would talk to him. He'd be like, he he loved it. He's like, yeah, I knew Taylor Swift. He's like, look, I got pictures of her when she was a kid. And I was like, that's fucking weird, but all right. That's <laughs> why the fuck would you just go flaunting that? It. I don't even remember how we got on the topic when I was talking to him. It, I really don't remember. And he's like, you know, you know, I, I know Taylor Swift or something. Like he he kind of just brought it up, and I was like, oh okay. And he's like, yeah, and he's like, he's showing me pictures on his phone. He's like, yeah, here's a picture of like, this is a card they sent me for Christmas, their family card. This is her as a little kid. And I'm just like, cool, cool. I don't know why you keep that on your phone, but cool. <laughs> Man, people are she's crazy famous. about celebrities. I, I get it's it's weird though. I don't like. Here's the thing. I, it's cool. Like I if like if I run into a celebrity or something, which obviously doesn't happen very often. I don't like fanboy out. I'm just like, oh, cool. How's it going, man? I'm a fan of you. Yeah. And the the way people worship like celebrities is baffling to me at times. Yeah, it's kind of retarded. They're treated as like something above humans. I swear. I know. It's it's that and like the way that they're like their opinion holds more value than anyone else's. <laughs> yeah. It's like what? It's like this person just makes music for a living. Like. I'm not putting them down, but like we shouldn't elevate their opinion more just because they have a platform to say it on. I don't know, but yeah, it's it's interesting. Since we're well, sort of on that topic, uh, you mentioned like Eminem earlier too. It was one of the one of your artist, one of your favorite artists. Like he had, uh, I forget how many years ago. It was late '90s, very early 2000s. I remember he got in trouble uh, for like talking about killing Kim and stuff on his uh, his wife on a number of his songs. What are your thoughts on like free speech in music? Do you think there's an extent to what people should be able to say? Um, or do you think it's it's all kind of fair game? It depends on how you 
marketed your brand? Uh, to what audience did you market your brand to? And then, then you kind of set your responsibilities upon yourself as like, okay, I can say this, but I can't say this. Other audiences, you can be a lot more liberal with that. True. I think you got to kind of hold yourself responsible for what you say. Like, it, it's one thing to be like, ah, oh, this is what I think. And, and compared to like, ah, oh, everyone should do this. Like, it's, it's an opinion versus like a inciting something. Yeah. I think as we look at it. Um, yeah, I know free speech has kind of been a trending topic. Uh, today is, what, the 27th. I'll, I'll date the episode. Um, I know, was it yesterday or today or something, the president was on Twitter saying Twitter was, uh, like preventing him like from using free speech or whatever. So people have been kind of all over that. I'm not going to get into the politics of it. I just know that was a, like a trending topic lately. Um, has there ever been like something where like, well, I'll, I'll reword it this way is, are there times where you find yourself not wanting to put something in your music? I know a lot of artists use it as like a sort of an escape where like they feel comfortable saying whatever in their music. Do you ever find it, you'd find it like that way? Or do you see like you find yourself not wanting to say something like kind of keep it to yourself? Yeah, I definitely censored myself a lot um, okay. when I'm writing my music, but uh, I have like artist pseudonyms that I kind of express myself hmm. in, in those areas that I can't on my normal nostal artist brand okay cool do you ever, so let me ask you this too how often do you go back and listen to your own music or do you find it strange to listen to yourself um i don't like listening to myself but i feel mm -hmm. like it's something you've got to do to be able to improve yourself mm -hmm. um so a lot of the times i'll be listening to my music a lot if i'm in the process of finishing mixing producing whatever it be Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh I there's times when I'll think something's really funny while recording the podcast and I'll go back to listen to it to edit it. I'm like, God, this fucking sucks. I hate this. I'm like this guy fucking sucks. Who would listen to him? I'm like, ah shit, that's me. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> I re-listen to our podcast and uh It's it's just weird. It's, it is. It is weird. It's it's strange. I remember I when I used to when I got started on YouTube like 2000s uh like 2008 or so i i made a lot of like commentaries and it was so fucking bizarre like i would sit there and i i do the thing it'd be like six minutes seven minutes and i'd go back to edit it and i'm like oh my god this is obnoxious this guy's voice is is just awful who is this fucking guy yeah this guy sucks <laughs> get him out of here Work, put me in ah <laughs> oh, shit put me in coach <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it's weird hearing yourself i know um Oh, what's his name? Adam Driver is like that. He uh, he hates. He sings, I guess, pretty well, but he hates hearing himself sing. He was on some show, and I guess they played a clip of him singing, and he walked out because he hated it so much. Interesting. Yeah. I don't uh, know if that's true or not. I think it was him, but I don't remember. Just that's the guy that uh, played Kylo Ren, right? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. He was also in that zombie movie where he was a cop and he knew what zombies were, but everyone else was like that stereotype. We're like, what are these things? The dead coming back to life. Robocop. <laughs> Zombo cop. I think I'm going to go watch Robocop tonight. Good old classic. <laughs> the original one. Yeah. Nice. Uh, the, the dead don't die was the name of that movie. Um, yeah. I'm a, 
uh, I think it was the first RoboCop where they, the, that guy gets shot and he's just exploding into tons of pieces. Just so gory. Isn't that like every movie from like the 80s and 90s though? It's true. RoboCop <laughs> in particular was pretty bad. I remember that's the one where uh, I forget. Oh, who's the oh, the bad guy is uh, Red from that 70s show, right? Dude, it's been so long since I've seen the actual I think, movie. I think that's who it is. And he just stands there with the shotgun. He blows his limbs off. Interesting. That's how he becomes a RoboCop. Yeah. If he did that now, they'd be like, huh, lame. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've never seen RoboCop. I've never seen it, it either. Dude, it's been so long since I've seen it. And the other movie I want to go watch is uh, Arnold's in it. And he goes ta- he takes like an entire military company and like this Platoon. island. Is it? Is it? No. Platoon? I've never seen that either, okay. so I have no idea what the movie's about. I don't think it's platoon. It's probably about a platoon. No, it's he like single-handedly just wipes an entire like island of fucking mercenaries just yeah, to save his daughter or something. Stallone. Thank you. Nice. Sound like me. I should have made you fucking yeah. sat there and stutter. I, I came. Back. I got it though. I got it back in time. What's that movie where that guy kills everyone? Uh, Rocky, right? I was, <laughs> Wait, which I was Rocky? A, the one through thirty-five. <laughs> Yeah, I was watching a clip earlier where it's Rocky running up the stairs with the people behind him, and he gets to the top, but it's like a coronavirus version. He gets to the top, turns around, starts beating the shit out of all of them. And it's just him throwing punches as all the people run up to him. They're flying off into the distance. He's fighting back. Social distancing. Oh man. So what? How, how have you? Uh, how have you been dealing with uh, like the <clears throat> coronavirus, and everything like that? Do you find it hard to get like inspiration for stuff being stuck in the house all the time, or are you getting out a little bit? Um. At first, I was getting out a little bit, so it wasn't really hard finding inspiration for me, because uh, most of the time, I'm I find inspiration from media and content that I'm okay. absorbing in quarantine anyway. Cool. Yeah, I I'm the opposite because I don't really con- I don't really watch anything. I don't watch any TV or movies hardly at all, and I don't watch like I used to watch like streaming a little bit. And I haven't done that lately. So like all the media I get is now basically my own content. So it's hard to get inspired by my own stuff. Mm. Why not? It's, it's kind of depressing, honestly. <laughs> I'm like, if you were to listen to our podcast in one, like every episode in one straight sitting, you'd be like, ah, oh, God, ah, oh, God, one of their one of their co-hosts died off uh, allegedly. Uh, this this mentally challenged guy keeps coming back on. His brother was on for an episode. Ah, oh, Jesus. It's like, oh, this is, I was thinking, man, like, wait a minute, like, oh. <laughs> Now I remember. Uh, yeah, that's. No, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, I get. I've been like I said. I've been trying to get out a little bit more lately, but it's been. I've been really cooped up. Basically, I go. I have what? One, I have five rooms in my place, right? So I have five. It's just five rooms, and that's where I get. I can get inspired for content. So it's. It's a little hard. Yeah, we can tell with the carry pillow. The conceal carry pillow was before coronavirus. But still. Nostra, you should. Uh, you should go check out our conceal carry pillow video. I think I will after this. It was, I made that in about 45 minutes because I had the idea and I, I didn't want to wait on it to actually like put together any huge amount of effort. So one day I came home from work on my lunch break, filmed it, edited it and uploaded it. And then I made some, uh, I made a t-shirt design for it, which is currently not in our, our Teespring shop because I'm rotating through the designs, but it'll be back. But yeah, conceal carry pillow video. It's like two minutes maybe. It's it's 
It's horrible. <laughs> nah, it's top tier. Uh, if I if I were to go back, I should do like a concealed carry pillow. Um, oh, not remix version. What is it? Like a remastered version, essentially, where I just redo it, but in a better quality. I should do that. It's a spoof on like infomercials. Um, <laughs> Rebrand it. Yeah, it, it's basically like an infomercial, like a fake infomercial. Yeah. But I was like, you know, it'd be funny is if I get a pillow and treat it like it's a concealed carry pillow. So like if if someone invades your home at night, you just got an assault rifle right in your in your pillow. You can get them while you're laying in bed. And so, yeah, it just kind of goes from there. There's like concealed carry socks. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was a funny joke in my head. Less funny when, when I actually made it, but I pushed for it for. Oh, a while. concealed carry sock. Concealed carry sock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you just stuff the barrel of your rifle down your sock. Yeah. You go. Yeah. Totally not visible. It's technically concealed. <laughs> it's technically, technically concealed. concealed. You can't. You can't tell if there's an orange tip on the end or not. Nope. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that was, I. It was one of those things where I was like, spur the moment idea, I'm going for it. And then that's what I created. And I was like, never doing that again. This is this is going to kill our brand. <laughs> that being said, I still have videos up there. And I have a bunch of them, which, again, I have not uploaded because they're just garbage videos. Where yeah. I take... I see, um, I Sorry. There's like a, a Lion King one. Um, what was the other one? Oh, the other one was like a, a Motorola <laughs> commercial where it's just... I look for scenes in either movies or TV or like commercials where it's a scene where somebody is falling out of the air and you they film them falling from like top down. And as they're doing that, I splice in Snape killing Dumbledore and Dumbledore falling from the tower. And that's the whole video. That's that's it. There's no point to it. There's no rhyme or reason to it. My girlfriend just hates it because she loves Harry Potter and I make fun of it. And so I made those videos and I made like nine or ten of them and i uploaded two of them and i was like that's too many already but yeah so i i definitely upload like random videos when uh i i feel like uploading them but i try not to upload too much garbage as well yeah i was looking at your youtube when i uh when i was talking to you saw a lot of gameplay videos and (laughs) that stuff you mentioned when jay smoker's favorite movie scenes interesting <laughs> yeah i i don't want to give it away it's it's really obvious what it is once you watch it like oh yeah this is not one of his favorite movie scenes oh this is not one of his favorite commercials it's just a stupid motorola commercial with james franco getting a girl's scarf um <laughs> but yeah like uh we did a we did division two playthrough we did a, a little bit of that but we kind of fell out of that we did some modern warfare videos um, we recorded a bunch of Minecraft videos, but we had quite a few hours of content, so that's taken a while to edit. Um, we've been trying to get more content up there. Uh, I don't necessarily want it all to be gameplay, um, but it's hard to do stuff during a quarantine. <laughs> um, we'll see. I want to do a... Uh, I still need to do a waterboarding video where I get waterboarded. Like, if, uh, for real? Yeah. yeah. Seriously, wants to fucking get waterboarded. Yeah, don't ask yeah, everyone why. Everyone gives me a hard time about it. But I, I mean, I guess you can prepare yourself for when it happens. I guess. Well, if Adam and Madison come to visit at some point, that's the perfect time to do it. We got EMTs on standby. Oh, they'll be here. Trust me. 
What can go wrong? Yeah, what can go wrong? Definitely not death, but <laughs> yeah, you know, definitely Josh, not. it's a win-win. He'll never Either I die. die or I get a great video out of it. Or both. I mean, he's not wrong. If if I die oh, and it's a great it video, it's going be on live like instead of YouTube. It would be better, though, if you died, though. Then it's like a win-win on top of saying. each other. I know. You'll have to upload it to Live Leak for me, but, you know. Set. Daily Motion. Um, that's all I can think. Vimeo. I don't know if they allow death on their platform, but. What's that one that you and uh, R.I.P. Frost, uh, Frost would talk about all the time? I don't know. It would be just, like, constant shit, like, on there. Like, bad shit. I know. I know he would talk about, like, bestgore.com. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that would count as gore necessarily because I'm just drowning. We'll cut you up afterwards. <laughs> okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll do it from the neck down so, like, your open casket. <laughs> Nobody notices. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a separate head in the casket. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. No, uh, I think I'll be fine. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> You know, worst case scenario, it goes a little awry. I'm like, all right, forget it. We'll just we'll do a a slightly cheesed version of it. But I feel you know? like I feel like if I got caught doing that, I'd get arrested. Would you? Why? Because it's torturing somebody. But I'm asking for it. <laughs> so <laughs> imagine that the cop rolls up. You're like, yeah, but he was asking for it, and he's like, yeah, okay. No, we just like to get a little kinky in the bedroom. Yeah, <laughs> I got I got handcuffs on me, and you fucking. <laughs> You finally wake up from literally just passing out. Oh, yeah. You're like, but the Patriot Act. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. God, I just need to I need, to, I just need to go to Minneapolis. I'll do it for me. Oh. Too soon? I'll, I'll edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll leave it there. I won't edit it out. Leave it there. <laughs> Perfect timing. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. too late is what it was. Should have done it yesterday. I, I really want to say like a really cringy racy joke, but I, I don't want to say it. <laughs> no, no, you don't. Do you know? So last week, or actually, it came out today. Our our latest episode of the podcast had a uh, Luke and his brother Paul on, and Cal was telling the story about an individual who is uh, an anti vaxxer and he he said, her, "Yeah, so I got it out again. Yeah, yeah, I edited her name out, but then I was like, so you want me to edit?" Her name out. Her, this is her name, right? This is how you pronounce her name. Am I saying it right? It's this. And I had to edit it out. It was uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine times. I had to edit it out. So I'd, I'd you did it to it. your fucking self. I did. It was all me. I'd cut it. I'd have to add in the sensor beep, but then I'd have to readjust the timing of it so that the audio matched up again. And it's just like, ah, shit. What have I done? Oh, he also was, texted me later that night. This is so much editing. Yeah, I was, I was 14 minutes into the podcast, and it had taken me 45 minutes to get there. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, uh, no. Do I say it again? I don't know if I do. Oh, jeez. Do, uh, do you enjoy editing your uh, your music? Like, what do you, do you find it to be tedious and annoying, or do you enjoy editing as well? Um, it, it's a little bit of both. Uh, mm. There's times when, when you're in the process of making music and – you can you can kind of create new sounds while you edit your music so it it's it it still has that authenticity to it but when you're like a year down the line in a song and 
you're trying to get this one issue in a mix, it gets really tedious. I see. Yeah, for us in particular, it's like I said, it's about like 45 minutes to our longest was an hour and like 50 minutes podcast. So I sit there and I have to listen to the entire thing. And it's my audio track and then everyone else's audio because I record mine and then everyone else's. And I'll sit there and I'll I'll edit out any little pop, any little background noise I can for the most part um, from both tracks. And sometimes, like last week in particular, not only was it editing out uh, that individual's name, um, but there was an echo with Paul's microphone. So I'd I'd have to edit their audio so my echo didn't pop up while keeping their audio. And that was super obnoxious. And uh, yeah, like I said, for some of the podcasts where it's like an hour and 50 minutes, it takes forever editing out every little pop. Every little background noise, like a fan is on or something. Sometimes it'll take me like four hours, four hours, fifteen minutes to sit there and because I re-listen to every the entire thing, uh, edit everything out, and then I have to go back and re-listen to it to make sure I don't miss anything. So it's it's kind of brutal. At least with music, it's like six minutes tops. Yeah, I would hate editing all that at once. It's it's rough. I got up yesterday at like ten a.m. And I was in here until I think 3 p.m. working on stuff, not all on the podcast, but it was a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's sometimes it's rough. I enjoy editing. I really do. I like editing videos, I like editing audio and music and stuff like that. But there are definitely times where it's like, ah, shit, what have I done? We did a Minecraft playthrough last, like, what, September, would you say, Kyle? Yeah, roughly. Yeah, something like that. And we had 17 hours of video. And I just sat down and I was like, I just can't do this. It's too much. It's just too much content. It was, I'd have to go, I'd at first I have to sit there for at least 17 hours to sit through the whole thing just to watch it. But then I have to cut it down, like all the, the slow parts, see how much is left, sit there and rewatch probably what I imagined I would cut down to like six hours, cut out all the extra stuff from that that wasn't necessary. It would it would have taken me probably like two weeks of even not including my actual like job at the time. It would have taken me two weeks to edit that whole thing if I didn't do anything else. It oh my god, I'm having like a Vietnam War flashback of it. It's just I'm having flashbacks of when I used to have a YouTube channel. It's see even that it's like I don't mind it if it's shorter content, but when it's so like. Anything longer than two hours is too much. Yeah, like if if you're trying to edit streams together, oh my god. We did that. If you you don't, I wouldn't recommend sitting there and watching the whole thing. Uh, at least in your case, for our division video. But if you watch like five minutes of that or something, you'll see what we did. Was he streamed it on his end, and I recorded mine locally. We downloaded his stream, and then I splice his in to jump back and forth between our views. Even in that, I have to sit there and watch, I'll say like an hour and 15 minutes maybe. Something like that maybe. I don't remember exactly. But I have to watch the entire thing twice. So it's basically three hours. I sit there and just watch it uh, just to cut out uh, anything that's not necessary. And then I go back in and I cut between both of our points of view. So it's like six hours for a video that ends up being like 30 minutes at most 
That is just, crazy. Fuck. That's why I'm uh, I'm slowly working on like getting my girlfriend uh, to like I'm like gonna start introducing her how to edit like audio because that's easier. And we're like, all right, so this is yeah, it's just nice and easy. Why don't you give it a shot and see how it works out? And I'll be like, all right, she'll be my it assistant. Her new job. Yeah. yeah. She'll probably question you and yeah. your friends. <laughs> she already lives with me. You think she doesn't question my every motive? Big facts. Like, Big facts. <laughs> um, yeah, she goes back to work on uh, was it? yeah Monday. She goes back to work finally, so she won't be here anyway. So it'll be quieter, but I won't have the assistance. But yeah, who knows? We'll see how how things go with that. Just uh, like I said, starting in June, trying a new marketing scheme. We'll see how it works out for us. Have you, uh, Nastra? Have you thought about making yourself a website? To um, kind of get your own corner of the internet, a little uh, space to keep all your stuff. I already have uh, stuff on like Weebly and uh, right, okay. uh, those make your own websites. Mm-hmm. And I also have an Adobe portfolio, so that's kind of oh, already cool. set up. That was, yeah, that was one of the first things I did um, when we relaunched was I built the website because I was like, it's just it makes it so easy for people to find your stuff if they can get to your website they can get to everything you have like ours it links to our youtube our instagram our twitter uh podbean apple podcasts links to everything and then they can go in they can find information about it like our merch shop they can go there from there it's we're working on getting uh, jerseys made mine is still sitting at their warehouse hasn't (laughs) shipped to me yet Uh, but but yeah once once that comes in if it if it looks good i'm gonna start our our jersey shop i'll get them printing those um yeah i like the idea of having like all of our stuff in one spot um that way if someone like like when i was talking to you i was like yeah you can go here it'll link you to everything Mm -hmm. um it it just makes it really easy to to kind of figure out what a brand is all about but you seem to have all of your stuff kind of set up which is cool that's good It'll help, I think, in the long run. Yeah. Um, so outside of like your music itself, what are your what are your goals for the, the future? Are you trying to kind of build on yourself, uh, like just on your own, or are you trying to like work with like a record label or anything like that? Like, what are your? Uh, do you have any thoughts on that, or yeah. just kind of seeing how it goes? I've um, I've been working independently for so long on what I do. At a certain point, you just get tired of it and it becomes overwhelming. So I would most definitely say like at any point I would be willing to have not maybe not exactly a record label, but another helping hand step in. Yeah. No, I I would love that. You have no (laughs) idea how much I'd love having (laughs) one other person like assisting at times. Yeah. Because like right now, like my tasks are basically everything aside from like the content itself, like how we'll record and stuff like that, which is good. Um, but like coming up with like the merchandise designs, I can do it, but it's like, I like having outside input too. Like we had a new one, a new design come out on uh, last Tuesday and uh, I like it a lot. I got, I actually got my shirt in today, Kyle. I got my new one, the new design on. Oh, I have to send you a pic. I have yet to buy him. Uh, I, have, I have a lot of shit I got to buy. I got to get the list that i had from our stuff and then hmm. i have to get a new headset because uh 
she's falling apart, bud. She's getting there. <laughs> After I don't know seven years. What is uh Nostra? What's your uh, what's your equipment? What do you got? I got um a Rode NT1A set up with nice. a a uh, what is this thing? Focusrite Scarlet Two I Two. Um, and I got some Sure headphones. Nice, sure is good. Nice. I yeah, I have a I have custom Astro A40s from like ten years ago that they had sent me with that are that have my initials and everything on them. Right now I have got a Blue Yeti microphone, which actually works better than I expected. Yeah, I used to have a Blue Yeti. Yeah, yeah. Once I got the settings set up right, it actually works really well. Uh huh. I don't I don't know what this this microphone arm is that I use, but it's nice. So yeah, we're going well. Got my PC here. Um, yeah. And you said you used FL Studio, right? Yeah. You said you used to. Nice. Have you ever used any other uh, programs like Adobe Audition or anything like that? Um, I have licenses to other programs, and I've spent like a little bit of time in them, but. Mm-hmm. Not enough to know what I was really doing in them. Yeah, yeah. When I was in school, they uh, everything we had was like I don't want to say generic, um, but like for my video production class, they literally just had us use uh, iMovie, which isn't terrible, but like obviously it's it's iMovie. It comes with the computer. It's like um, what was it Windows Movie Maker? Right, that was the Windows version. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's essentially the same thing. And I was just like, all right. I was hoping this would be a bit more uh, high-tech considering it's a video production class, but cool, cool. So um, did you have anything else you wanted to add? I don't want to keep you too long. Um, Not really. No? Cool. No. Um, Yeah, like I said, uh, I'll add in a little snippet of your music here at the end too so people can uh, get a listen to it. All right. Is... Uh, why don't you uh, promote yourself a little bit? Why don't you tell everyone where they can go to check your stuff out? Um, they can when they can get your album, everything like that. Yeah, so I got a new album coming out Juneteenth, titled Vilify. It'll be out on all streaming platforms. Uh, may even receive some uh, physical uh, CDs and vinyls. Cool. Um, I'm gonna be getting some merchandise towards it. Uh, nice. So look out for that, and look out for more releases coming soon after that. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Having you here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, go, definitely go check out his stuff. Uh, go check out our stuff. Deadjesterproductions.live. Go check out our merch. Uh, listen to the podcast kind of wherever. Check out our YouTube. I'm going to start uploading stuff on that soon. Uh, this has been episode 20 of the Dead Jester Productions podcast. Thank you everyone for tuning in. Change, but I cannot face all of